But so many people out there, Brandon, want to tell you that, hey, you got to buy the dip. Buy the dip, Brandon. It always works. I see that on social media all the time. You know, people have, you know, all these opinions about what's going to happen. But if you do that, like I've I've not, I've tried that. I've I've tried to, I was like, okay, well, everyone's saying that, you know, this made a low. So let me try this. So so this is what happens when you get overconfident and I'm, I'm up a lot. I have a good gain on the year. I say, okay, let me try something different. So, you know, I, let's just use snap for an example. Okay. Everyone's saying it's bottom. Maybe let me, let me try to, to buy a position here. And the next thing you know, I get whacked. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then you, that's why you have to just stick to your rules. Every, every time I veer from my rules, I get myself in trouble. This is the how to trade stocks options podcast brought to you by 10 minute where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Are you ready to finally learn how the market really works? Well, now's your chance. I have a free book for you over at secretinvestingbook.com. And this outlines 13 of the biggest secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know, like how to get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. This is everything you're going to need all in one place. And the way to get this is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. Now, this book is free. It is free for you. I paid for the book. I just need you to help me out by covering the shipping from our office to your house. So go to Secret Investing Book right now, get your free copy today, and I'll ship this out right away. And you can get the positively unfair advantage in the stock market by reading these 13 secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. So get your free book over at secretinvestingbook.com today. The How to Trade Stock Options podcast is now exclusively on sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. And that's where you can find us every single week over at sharevision.com. Just head to sharevision.com to learn more and type in 10 minute stock trader in the search bar. Come like and subscribe. I can't wait to see you over there at sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. Today, I am super excited about this. We have the current leader in this year's US investing champion. And you're not going to believe this. He is 23 years old. His name is Brandon Warnock coming to us from Towson University in uh, in Maryland, right? Yes. Yep. Very cool. Brandon, I am so excited to have you uh, on the line today. Um, Tell tell us a little bit about yourself. How did we get to, you're 23 years old and you're leading the US investing championship right now. Yeah. So uh, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I originally attended uh, Seton Hall University in New Jersey where I played uh, division one baseball. Um, and then I transferred here. Uh, this is my first year actually at Towson university. Uh, well, and my last, but <laughs> I'm here for my senior year. Um, so uh, during COVID uh, in March of 2020, uh, that was when I actually, my dad introduced me uh, just to the stock market. Uh, I was at home, everyone was locked in, you know, there's nothing, nothing really to do. So I figured, why not? Let me try to make a little money. Uh, so I first uh, started with uh, Investors Business Daily. Um, yeah, I went on their website, looked at different charts, kind of learning just buy points and uh, where to put your stop loss, stuff like that. Just really simple things. Um, and I also watched IBD Live every morning during during that lockdown period. 
Mm -hmm. uh, just to kind of familiarize myself with kind of how they do things um, and kind of just copy what they do. Um, so then I started trading my own money and started with a little money uh, and kind of slowly started building it, kind of getting a feel for things. And then I kind of went more into uh, Mark Minervini's uh, VCP stuff and all that type of stuff that he does. And I kind of combined uh, both styles and kind of made my own style. And uh, last year was my first full year trading. I placed fourth in the U.S. Investment Championship. And this year I'm currently uh, in first place. So hopefully I keep it up. But yeah. Would you think that being a competitive baseball player your entire life has had any contribution to being a competitive stock trader? Uh, 100%. I'd say the biggest thing is also just, you know, playing travel ball and, and being college discipline uh, was a, a huge thing for me, uh, especially like, you know, with set out, having set out power in the market and being disciplined that way. Um, so it definitely taught me that. Uh, and then competitive nature as far as the u.s investment championship i just like winning uh at everything yeah. you know so uh just you know competing uh that's also fun let me ask you a question and uh we don't have to get specifics of course but ryan pierpont was telling me when i talked to him that last year when he placed third so he was just just ahead of you last year because you said you came yep. in fourth which is so cool do you know ryan have y'all ever chatted i'm i'm I've, uh, I saw a podcast with him, but I've never like talked to him personally. Dude, Ryan is cool. Like major cool. You, you guys would get along really well. I can tell you that for sure. His win rate last year was 30%. And when I tell people you can have a 30% win rate and do really well, they're like, no, that's not possible. What was your win rate? I'm just curious. Uh, my win rate was about 40%. Well, look at that. <laughs> it almost is like history repeats itself. If people would pay attention, <laughs> listen, dude. I have found personally, especially working with market wizards, working with U.S. investing champions and talking mm -hmm. to people like you who are successful in this, success leaves clues, right? You can literally follow, Not, I don't mean like, you know, go on Twitter and follow everything that these people are saying, but you can learn from these people and employ the same things. And Tony Robbins says it best. He says, you know, success leaves clues, right? right? You, you can just follow what they are doing because they have, they have trailblazed the way to figure out mm -hmm. what works and what doesn't work. Now, you mentioned a minute ago, sit out power. Tell me more about that. Because I think that uh, a lot of people, when they say, hey, you got to be a trader, that means you got to be trading all day, every day and can't do anything else. And you live and breathe markets. What do you think about right. that? So uh, sit out power actually was is probably still one of my biggest weaknesses, I would say, because I always feel like I have to do something, uh, you know, to, to keep going. But really kind of, you know, especially this year uh, with the volatility in the market and the news driven market and all that stuff. Um, you, you need to have sit out power. Uh, there's been even talking like with last year, uh, there was times where, you know, I would, when I would get, I get overconfident what I'm doing and then think I have to do more and try to do too much. And then I would, you know, whack myself and kind of start over. Um, so one thing also that, you know, Mark Minervini talks about a lot and it was his sit out power. Uh, and that's something that I'm still working on. Uh, but I think that's something that everyone really needs to learn because the market is not going to be good 365 days a year or 250 trading days a year. Um, so that's definitely, that's definitely something that you need and something that I'm still working on. That's probably, I would say still one of my weaknesses as far as trading goes. You know, uh, you mentioned something that I know exactly what you're talking about. It's the idea of like, Hey, I'm on a winning streak. I'm untouchable. Right. And I'm going to keep going. I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to go hog wild. 
uh, Ryan Pierpont was telling me how his first successes in trading came really fast. Mm-hmm. And then he spent the next three years giving it all back because right. he had that same mentality. Have you read the book um, uh, uh, Trading in the Zone by Mark Douglas? No. I've got to get this one, specifically okay. get this one, because it talks exactly to what you, the point you were just talking about, mm-hmm. which is, um, you know, he, he calls it euphoria, right? Even right. after just one winning trade, it feels like, hey, I'm untouchable. And then, you know, you're making mistakes that you wouldn't have made otherwise. Not you personally. I'm just saying in general. Well, that's I mean, that I could that's something that I, that's happened to me plenty of times already yeah. in my short trading career. Uh, yeah. You know, when, you know, I'm, you know, I'm on, doing good for a week or two, you know, things are hot and doing real well. And then all of a sudden I try to get too fancy or try to do something that maybe I shouldn't have done. And then I'm back to, you know, square one. Uh, yeah, so for sure. You know, overconfidence you, kills. Have you read a lot of trading books? Uh. Not too many. I've I've done more uh, watching videos and yeah. uh, and watching also podcasts like like you know the ones that you have and, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I'm totally than- like breaking the fourth wall right now. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pulling out <laughs> some resources. I want to make sure that you get. Um, listen, I'm going to assign you lots of things to do because I want you to be successful in what you're doing. <laughs> but also, this is fun to talk about. Uh, give me a second here. So I. Like I was saying before we started, I, I sit in my home library in front of a green screen. So it looks beautiful. <laughs> and then I can pull back all this stuff. Um, have you read the Stock Market Wizards, like the actual uh, Stock Market Wizards book? Yeah, actually, I have that book literally actually on my table. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. So this is where Minervini got his um, right. you know, first first, uh, first dose of fame. But what he talks about, so I, I know Minervini personally. And honestly, if you reached out to him, uh, he would definitely want to chat with you and like hang with you. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, um, dude, I, I'm telling you, he's, he's, yeah. he's so chill and so cool. And like this bravada that he does put on out there. Right. He is like as sweet as it comes. I'm telling you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he talks about specifically in this book, um, Jack Schwager, who I also had a chance to interview. Uh, Jack Schwager was asking him, he was like, Hey, so um, tell me your c- secrets for success, Mark. And Mark was like, you know, he, he gives him, you know, several things in a row and, and Jack stops the recording and he says, Mark, you got to give me something different, man. Like what you're telling me is what everybody else is telling me. What's, what's different. And Mark was like, listen, Jack, I'm telling you that because that's what works. Right. And like that, that one just blurb just really set the tone for me in trading personally, because it's like, yeah, it works. Like we talked about a couple of minutes ago, right? Success leaves clues. Just let, let other people figure it out the hard way. Yep. <laughs> okay. So that's stock market wizards. Have you read the original market wizards? No, I've not. All right. Pick that one up. This one's really fun. This one goes really well with uh, the original market wizards, more money than God. Oh gosh. This is a good one. Um, more money than God takes uh, the market wizard stories mm-hmm. and like um, puts them into like novel kind of esque reading I, there's probably a word for that that i don't know but it, it, it reads like a novel but it's the stories right. of these people rather than an interview it puts it into like a novel and boy is it good i really enjoy okay. that okay. uh the complete turtle trader do you know about the turtle trader experiment no never even no never holy moly this is awesome brand <laughs> i'm so glad we connected you and i are going to be best friends i can feel it coming okay so the complete turtle trader uh, back in the 80s, Richard Dennis, uh, by the time he was 29 years old, had made $290 million. So you and him are like in the same boat here, man. Um, but he was he was under the uh, the thought of everything that I trade 
is rules-based, kind of like what you're doing, right? Everything I trade is rules-based. And because it's rules-based, I can teach people how to trade just by following these rules. And then he had a colleague, uh, Bill Eckhart, who was like, no, man, you're either born with it or not. You're either born a trader or not, because there's discretionary trading and then there's like systems and rules-based trading. And so um, in this book, it kind of follows that whole process there. And um, it's just, it's so cool because these people learned the process like you did and went on to be mega successful. And, and some of them are still mega successful. So this is a good one for you to pick up. Uh, a lot of the, um, I'm sure you know this one. I'm sure you have it too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yep. Figured you out that one. <laughs> Um, a lot of what, uh, Bill O'Neill talks about is also in this, uh, yeah. how I made $2 million in stock market. Have you read this one? one? Yes. Yep. Dude. I love this one of yeah, all trading books ever. This could be my favorite. Yeah. Darva, um, uh, and then Minervini and then Bill O'Neill. Those are, those are the books yes. uh, that, that I've read. I'm sure probably everyone's read them. Yeah. <laughs> well, not everyone, not everybody who wants to be successful. Right. True. They want to yeah. make excuses. I had somebody the other day on my social media feed. I was, I was giving book recommendations and he was like, mm-hmm. do you really think it's worth my time to read these? And I was like, if you have to ask that question, no, it's not worth your time. Go away. You're not meant for this game. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, this is the one I was talking about. I want you to make sure you do get trading in the zone. Okay. It's, it's all trading psychology. Um, right. It's all trading psychology, which clearly you have mastered uh, the, uh the the trading edge but maybe that's something that you could improve upon one day and i'm not saying you do anything wrong i'm saying that this will always help you no matter what what skill level or how long you've been doing this oh brandon this is so much fun um all right so tell me more man tell me tell me uh tell me some of your rules right tell me you mentioned how important discipline is right tell me some of your rules what 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 kind of discipline or, or what kind of rules are you looking at uh okay so when I first started trading, it was, you know, there's a, a buy point and then you have, you know, six, 7% stop, which is kind of the IBD philosophy. Uh, so that's what I originally started with. Um, but I didn't like taking 7% uh, losses <laughs> uh, most of the time. So a lot of the times what I, what I do now, especially now is I, I take a uh, pretty leveraged position. I take a lot of size with most of my positions um, and uh, you know, either on the long or short side, mostly I would say, you know, 70, 80% of my trades are on the long side. Um, I do short occasionally, especially now because just the way the market is. A lot of opportunities now. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. With all the, all the, you know, software stuff rolling over and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I take large positions. Um, and usually, you know, my stop is, is I, I like to see a move right away, whether it's, you know, my stop usually might be at the low of the day or, um, you know, a psychological level or, or a technical level in the chart. But usually if I'm taking a, you know, a four X leverage position, my stop is not going to be a 7%. Uh, that's just, or I'll, you know, I'll be broke before you know it. <laughs> no joke. So, so when you say lever, do you mean, um, with options or do you mean on, uh, on margin? No, no, just on margin. I don't, I don't trade options. I just buy and sell or short, uh, stocks. Gotcha. Um, I know what the answer is going to be, but I'm going to ask it because people who don't trade mm-hmm. would, uh, would tell you that this is completely wrong. Do you ever average down? Do you ever add to a losing position? No, never, never. <laughs> but why not Brandon? Tell me why, why would I not want to average down? Uh, well, I, I don't, I just don't really, it just, you just think about it. I would not put more money into something that is not going the right direct, going in the direction that I want it to go in. 
I mean, why, why do that? That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Do you yeah. average up? What was that? Do you average up? Do you pyramid up? Oh, um, occasionally. Um, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm building into a position, um, right, right now with the way the market is, I, I don't, I'm not really doing many swing trades because things are just too volatile and there's too much overnight risk uh, with news and, you know, Ukraine and, you know, inflation, all that stuff. Um, but I do pyramid every, every, uh, you know, occasionally. Um, but most of the time, like right now, if I'm buying a breakout in the stock, I usually go all in. Um, and I, you know, I, I like to see a move, you know, almost immediately or, you know, I'm out or I have my stop at the low of the day, especially right now with just the way the market's been. And then when the market's better, you know, when I first started trading in 2020, when I was first learning happened to be when the market was you know, the best since I've been trading, For but sure. I was just learning. I was just kind of, you know, dipping my feet in, kind of just seeing how things work. But, you know, in a market like that, that's, I'd be willing to give, you know, the stock a little bit more room because, you know, things are working, but when things aren't working, um, you know, I'll cut things quick if they're not going right away. You know, one of the things that Minervini does is um, if it doesn't work right away, like, like within 30 minutes, he's out. He's right. like, I clearly mean, yeah. I, He'll take a penny loss. He'll take a little loss. Who cares? As right. we talked about, win rates inconsequential. But if you can just time it, get out, time it, get out, time it, get out. And then when it does work and it goes off, you're good, right? Those couple of dollars of loss that you may have taken don't matter when you're taking, you know, uh, several, uh, I, there's probably a word for like tens of dollars, like deca dollars. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So uh, one, one other thing I'll do also is, you know, if I, I buy a breakout and, you know, the stock's moving right away and it's working, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll sell a part of that off and then move my stock, you know, to break even. So I'm yes. in the money, you know, regardless. So that's beautiful. That's smart, dude. Super smart. Um, tell me about, are you super active on social? Do you get, do you do a lot of socials? Uh, not too much. I just started kind of posting some more stuff on Twitter because I get some questions and people kind of ask me. So I've been just recently, like in the last few days, I just started posting, uh, you know, things that I might be watching or, or stuff I'll be buying, stuff like that. I was, I was curious because uh, I get a lot of trolls um, and it's mainly on TikTok. Uh, I never really had a lot of trolls on the Twitters or the, the YouTubes or anything else, but mainly on TikTok, they really come out. And the, their favorite thing is like, oh, you made only this much last year. You suck at trading. And I'm like, dude, you clearly have no idea. Right. Yeah. Like, like your, what was your return last year? 123, right? 133. Uh, yeah. Or something around there. I don't... Yeah. So let's say 133, right? When you put that on the social media, people are going to be like, no, oh, you only made 133. You suck. Nah, I made 33,000 and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but th there's, there's something about the idea of being, um, uh, somewhat realistic in your expectations, right? Like 133 is a monster return, monster right. return. But then, um, you know, you, you, you maybe, maybe one day you start talking to other people and working with them and, and they say, you know what, I've got a thousand dollars. I want to turn this into a hundred thousand by the end of the year. And you're like, that's not yeah, going to happen. <laughs> like right. it's, it, it could it happen. Sure. If you got really, really lucky, everything lined up perfectly. But having that that realistic expectation, how do you how do you approach this? Right. Like, do you come at it like um, I'm shooting to beat last year? I'm shooting to beat myself. I mean, you're a competitive person, so I'm sure that runs through your mind. Um, where 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 is your head at as far as like your your annual returns um, for this year? Right. 
Right. Okay. So um, I, that, that's actually a great question because I originally would try to, I would have a number in my head uh, that I would want to get to. Uh, and the problem that happened with that, let's say it was a, you know, I wanted to get to a certain number per month. It'd be the end of that month and I'm not there. And I would try to do something to try to get there. And then I would put myself even further back. Yeah. So I tossed that, that didn't work for me. Uh, so basically what I do now is I just try to, whatever trade I'm making, I just try to execute that trade to the best of my ability and, and kind of just do it that way. Just take it trade by trade. I, when I try to do, you know, I want to get to this number by the end of the year, I guarantee we'll not get there. If I, if I think like that. <laughs> There, there are so many stories of exactly what you're talking about, right? Like um, specifically like the Market Wizards books, they, they talk about, you know, this guy, he was like, oh, this castle is for sale, legit. Oh, I want to buy this castle. I need to make $350,000 to buy this castle. And so he goes out and places uh, trade, reckless trades, trying to get to that number and ends up losing that much. You know what I mean? Like he could have just taken it out of his account and bought it, but he wanted yeah. to win that castle in a way. Um, so it's like, there's there's something about having the the goal while a goal is useful a goal is also problematic in a um in a dynamic environment like that right because one plus one doesn't always equal two in trading as you know right one plus one could equal 37 on a good day but one plus one could also equal negative two on the next day exactly you mentioned earlier about keeping your losses seven percent or less uh which is brilliant um, I say brilliant because so many people will tell you to dollar cost average, will tell you to uh, average down and things like that. Man, I do 2%. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, my number. Realistically, most of my trades are, are like 2% or even less. Yeah. Uh, depending on what the stock is and the situation. But uh, yeah, probably I would say for the most part, my stop losses are maximum two and a half percent, I would say. Uh, we're really not going much further than that. Good. I love that. So tell it's me more. Hard, especially when the market's not good. It's just, it doesn't make sense. If you, if you know things are already not working, why if the stock's coming in, why give it seven, 8% when, I mean, if it's happening everywhere, you know, it's going to happen in your stock. Just get, get rid of it, move on, move on. To right. The next. Absolutely. How do you feel about taxes? Now, granted 2021, this is probably your first year to go through taxes. Probably, probably in the last month or so. Right. Yeah. First year. What? What was that like for you? What, what, has that changed your perspective in trading at all? Do you consider this at all? Uh, I mean, that not really, because at the end of the day, taxes are no taxes. The goal is to make as much money as possible. Uh, and then, you know, at the end, of the, you know, in April or at the end of the year, whatever, you, you got to just pay. That's just life. <laughs> Dude, dude <laughs> uh, yes. I'd rather pay taxes than no taxes. So, you're you know, and not making any money. You're so. for, you are so right right there, man. If you're not paying taxes, you're not making money. Um, I had somebody, uh, get this a lot on, on the internet too. They're they're like, um, how do you try and minimize the tax burdens? And I'm like, what I do, I try and make as much damn money as possible. And then I will pay as much taxes as possible because that means that I made a ton of money. I don't even care. And Minervini says the same thing. Do not care about taxes, care about making as much as possible and be glad that you can pay those taxes. Yeah, that's taxes is definitely not something I'm ever thinking about when I'm trading. It's no, not at all. No, not even. Oh man, I am so glad we connected, Brandon. This is awesome. I'm so excited for you at 23 years old. Can you imagine what your life is going to be at 53 if you like really work this? Yep. Yeah. Dude, 
throw some throw some short numbers around right imagine one day what what do you want to be when you grow up brandon let me ask you this okay well originally you know i wanted to play professionally play baseball professionally um and i didn't really know what else i wanted to do until really i'm somewhat thankful for covid because if it wasn't for covid i would have never even got involved in the stock market uh, but you know at this point i i could see myself you know doing this full time like for the rest of my life uh, possibly managing money for people and stuff like that um, i there's a motivational speaker i watch his name is uh, eric thomas mm-hmm. uh, do you know him do you, have you heard of him no i've not Okay. He's a, he's an African-American gentleman. He calls himself the hip hop preacher. Um, But uh, I really like him and, you know, around two, three months into the COVID. So let's call it June, 2020. He was saying, you know, if you want to achieve your goals, you are not going to achieve your goals. If it had not been for COVID, right. The things you learned, the experiences you had would not have happened if it were not for COVID dude, you're living proof of that. That is so true. I mean, I would have never watched IBD live every morning if I was, you know, still at school playing baseball. Uh, I would have never picked up a uh, a book and and about stocks and read it. I would have never done any of that stuff. So I guess, luckily, I mean, I'm guess I'm somewhat glad that COVID happened. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Definitely, definitely introduced me to to a lot of new things. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I think if you really, really wanted to pursue this, you, you definitely have a career in um, money management ahead of you. If you wanted to like hedge fund manager type thing and think of it as like, you're going to continue to do your own trading style. Mm -hmm. When people sign up to be in, in your hedge fund, you basically have them sign 40 pages of documents that say, I, uh, I allow Brandon to do whatever he wants with my money. Now imagine you continue to do your, um, your strategy and let's say you make 30, 40, 50% a year. You're going to have people falling over themselves to give you money, right? You get to take 2% of all that per year, plus the 20% of the profits. Yep. Your, your take-home salary in that case, we could be talking like 10 figures, not 10 figures. No, I got that wrong. Eight figures. We're talking like $10 million plus. Right. If you run this out correctly and all you got to do is do what you do already. I know. Yeah. It blows your freaking mind. Right. I, I, I tell all my friends <laughs> and start learning this stuff. All of them. I think it's something that everybody should know. My brother actually just started getting into it himself. So he's uh, kind of, you know, on IBD kind of figuring it out and kind of figuring out his own path too. So he wants yeah. to get into it. Um, That's where I'm going in my life, dude. And and once I made that realization of like leveraged income, you talk about leveraged positions, but it's leveraging other people's money to make income for you as the hedge fund manager. They're they're getting returns that are outstanding because you know what you're doing. So you shouldn't ever feel guilty of like, oh, I'm I'm taking my profits out of theirs. No, there there's nowhere else in the world that they can get that kind of return without an experienced professional like you, right? So they're happy you're happy and you're making bank dude. So, you know, that's actually one of my life goals is to, uh, to run my own hedge fund and, and do what I do in that same regard. So I yeah. think that, I think you have a lot of good, uh, good runway there for you. Do Brandon at 53, you're going to, you're going to look like six, nine, right? You're going to have all the six pounds of gold chains on you driving the Lambos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, that, that'd be great. Uh, well, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. I love it, dude. I, I, you're going to be awesome. So, so tell me more about IBD. What you mentioned, you watch them a lot. You learned a lot from them. 
Yep. Tell me some of the things that you picked up and what you learned from them. Uh, really simple. So when I first started, I would, you know, cup with handle, just kind of learning what that pattern looks like, double bottom, you know, what that looks like, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm even, what I'm, when I pull up a chart, what I'm even looking at, because I just see a bunch of lines. I'm not even sure what's going on. Uh, and then also I use Market Smith uh, sometimes and then kind of learning, you know, what, you know, the sales and, you know, the, uh, the uh, fund ownership and all that stuff that's on there and kind of just figuring out, you know, exactly what's going on. Uh, and then IBD live really helped me because they kind of go through, you know, live trades or their show, like, you know, stock ABC is breaking out and then I can see it like actually happening and know like what I'm looking for. Uh, and then now I kind of, you know, just go through, you know, hundreds or thousands of charts and kind of just look at the right side of the chart and look for, you know, a tightness in the area, you know, tightness on the right side, stuff like that. Uh, but IBD definitely helped me um, just, you know, really simple stuff. And then also just most people don't have that. Most people, you know, they hear some, a stock from a friend and they yeah. buy it because that's what the friend said, you know, um, but, you know, IBD kind of, I originally, I, that's all I knew. So a lot of people learn something that's wrong and then they have to switch. I only learned the right, luckily I only learned the right stuff and kind of went from there. So I also, I'm, you know, thankful for my dad kind of introduced me to that stuff, uh, you know, right away. So, dude, that's what happened to me. I, I, I won't say who it was, but I learned to trade from someone on the internet in a similar fashion as you were with IBD. And I did that for years and I could not make money. It was like the only thing I could do is lose money. And one of their core philosophies was if a stock is up, sell calls against it. If a stock is down, sell puts against it, which right. means you're literally counter trend trading with leverage. Right. And there, I could not make money, like could not do it. And one day I'm like, I'm so freaking tired of losing money. There has to be other ways to do this. So that's when I started like reading everything I possibly could and, and actually like reaching out, finding mentors like Minervini and people like that mm -hmm. to learn from who actually are making money instead of teaching theory, right? Now you mentioned uh, cup and handles, double bottoms. Were you good at art in school? No, no. Art no? thing art is not my thing at all <laughs> interesting how about math uh somewhat yeah uh math comes somewhat easy to me depending on what type of math but yeah what's your what's your favorite subject in school uh now um i i guess any um any i guess any i guess finance classes or um uh, yeah probably i guess i guess is, any, is that what uh um what what degree are you pursuing i didn't even ask you that yeah, uh, business finance. So cool. That that's uh, kind of easy. You're gonna <laughs> be teaching those classes by the end of the year. <laughs> I, I really feel like I I can at this point. <laughs> uh, so I mentioned the cup and handle and the double bottom, and then asking if you're good at art because mm -hmm. I can't do it. Like when I, I I'm a moving average person. I need all I want to see are moving averages crossing over. And in a nutshell, I want to see them all pointing in the same direction. Right. And in in one aspect it's the same as looking at a cup and handle, right? Cause the cup and handle, the, that same chart with moving averages is going to look for my criteria, the same as for your criteria, right? It's all moving in the same way. Mm -hmm. I cannot grasp the, the, um, the subjective chart patterns. Right. I can't do it and that's okay. And that's why I was asking if you were good at art because clearly that works for you. I can't do it. Like if, yeah, if so someone showed me a chart and said, this is a cup and handle, I'll be like, why? Right. I'm still like that. I, I, it's, I've had, and, and like um, VWAP, when people trade with VWAP, I'm the same way. I'm like, why? How does that work? Yeah, I don't that, get it. I don't, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know really how that works either. I, I see people on Twitter and stuff trade with all the time, but I have no idea what they're really talking about. Yeah, uh, but- I, I've had more than one person give me full hour lessons on how to trade with VWAP, and I cannot grasp. So it's like it's a moving average, but you wait until it comes down to that and then buy. That doesn't make sense to me. I would rather it see it going the other way. So yeah. right. Um, yeah, so cup with handle or and, and those type of things were kind of just the basic things that I looked at when I first started. Um, and then I kind of, and then I read Minervini's books and kind of looked at his like BCP stuff and what he does. I mean, it's pretty similar, but just kind of look for more like tightness on the right side and that kind of stuff. Uh, and then I kind of just combine the two uh, and I do some different things sometimes too, you know, I'll, like sometimes I'll like on, an, or especially now, like on an earnings gap with one of these tech stocks, if they, you know, reverse off the, you know, 50 day or whatever, uh, stuff like that. I'll, I'll try that stuff. Uh, sometimes, uh, just like, I kind of just kind of follow the trends. Uh, if, if technologies, if I see a theme that a lot of technologies gapping on earnings and then reversing when it hits, you know, one of the EMAs, then I'll try to, you know, I'll try to play that. Uh, or, you know, when the oil is hot, I'll look for, you know, so set up somewhere uh, and try to trade that breakout. Uh, and then kind of just depends, it really just depends on like the theme that's going on. Yeah. So how have you found 2022? Cause you're, you're leading the pack with uh, the U S investing championship. And this has been a super choppy yep. turning pretty bearish market. Yeah. How are you trading this? Right. Are you doing this a lot of been, shorts or are you waiting for the breakouts to go long? This has definitely been the most challenging time that I've had. Uh, I've had to kind of be, more creative with what I'm doing. Uh, a lot of things that I've seen working uh, have been kind of mostly, especially during earnings season, like right now, uh, watching some of those stocks and seeing, uh, like, for example, uh, Upwork yesterday was one that I traded. I saw, uh, I, you know, it was gap was, I think it was supposed to gap up 15. Did, did you trade it long or short? Short. Let's pull it up. What's the ticker on Upwork? You uh, 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 WK. Yeah. Okay. Here, I'm going to pull up. We talked about this earlier. We'll do a screen share. Learn me something, Brandon. Sure. So yeah. there's a couple moving averages I got on here. See, right. I'm not even looking at this guy because it's, it's so far below it's 200 day moving average. All right. Well, this was not, a, so forget about today, but the yesterday, uh, so it gapped up yeah. at, uh, I think it opened at around 22 something. I, I shorted at 22 uh, 2254. And then the thing, if you look at the five minute chart, the stock faded pretty much the whole day. And then towards like the end of the day, I think shorts were covering and there was still some rally. Oh yeah. Look at that. Yeah. That, yeah. And then I covered, you know, somewhere around there. Uh, but yeah, that, and I, I, so stuff like that, I see that that's happening a lot with a lot of technology, technology, and even, um, Facebook yesterday, the, the, uh, was the same thing kind of went to the, I don't know what it's doing today, but the 50 day, uh, yesterday, I think it was around 208. Um, and I showed the, uh, the 50 day, uh, a 50 day, uh, a 50 day exponential 219. Yeah. Oh, wait, I have, wait, hold on. Maybe it wasn't the fifth. Let me Maybe know. it was simple. Yeah, it probably was that then. Um, well, like on my market Smith chart, that's it oh, was the high of the day was around two, 208. Yeah, Either yeah. Way. So, yeah, it was a, it also, it was hitting a moving average. I don't, I have to pull up my, charts to see uh but then yeah reverse also was that was another one um that so i see that happening a lot um uh recently so that's that's as far as shorting stuff that's 
that's what I see. And also, uh, if you look at uh, another one that I tried was uh, if you look at Snap, if you bring that up uh, on the, the daily. So if you just draw, so this is one I tried, but didn't necessarily work. So if you draw, um, if you go back like a, a couple uh, to the, can you go back um, like, I guess like a, maybe to February? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So it, um, are you looking at this lows, low candle here? No, no, no. The, the lows that, um, let me see. I think it's around 2760-ish. The lows there, it's been getting support at the lows uh, from Hang on. Let's just January. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Around there. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I was looking for that to kind of break down. Uh, and it did. I did short it. I did short it there when it when it broke down, but it did wind up coming back. And then Facebook, I guess the reaction with the with the uh, social media stuff, it got a bounce, but I I was out. I I covered so this is an exa example. I covered some of it and then put the rest of it at, at break even, and then I got uh, I got stopped out on the rest of it, um, at, but I still made a, you know a little profit. But um, let's let's think about this for a second, though, right? The market's being bearish, right? And you are not buying these stocks. You're looking for shorting opportunities. Am I correct? Oh yeah, no, I would never uh, buy this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I buy. I will, usually when I when I'm buying a stock, you know, it has to be. I mean, I do make an exception sometimes, but I uh, usually. Uh, buy it you know it's got to be above it's it's 200 day it's 50 day yeah uh, and then most of the time 21 uh 21 day and uh but and also this stock you know the 50 days in a downtrend 200 days in a downtrend uh so definitely not something i'd be going long here uh, that, no that for be, sure that'd just be gambling in my opinion you're just hoping that it's going to go up you have no idea what's going to happen but so many people out there brandon want to tell you that hey you got to buy the dip right, buy the I, dip brandon it always works I see that on social media all the time. You know, people have, you know, all these opinions about what's going to happen. Uh, but if you do that, like I've, I've not, I've tried that. I've, I've tried to, I was like, okay, well, everyone's saying that, you know, this made a low. So let me try this. So, so this is what happens when you get overconfident and I'm, I'm up a lot. I have a good gain on the year. I say, okay, let me try something different. So, you know, I, let's just use snap for an example. Okay. Everyone's saying it's bottom. Maybe let me, let me try to, to buy a position here. And the next thing you know, I get whacked. Yeah. <laughs> and but then you, that's why you have to just stick to your rules. Every every time I veer from my rules, I get myself in trouble. So that's still something I'm working on. Um, but but yeah. your rules aren't aren't um, they're not what's the word I'm trying to think of? They follow timeless principles, right? These are not Brandon's 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 random rules that seem to work, right? No, no these are yeah. like real timeless tested principles that have worked for decades. Yep. These are things that, you know, uh, you know, Livermore did Nicholas Darva, Minervini, you know, everyone, everyone does the same thing. So, um, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. I just have to just stick to that. I, I think everyone should just stick to their rules. It's all about discipline. Yes. Consistency and discipline is why I tell people. And, and in fact, going back to, uh, Richard Dennis and, um, in fact, I can do a screen share on this. This is one of my favorite quotes of all time ever. So I use this almost daily when I'm talking to people. Um, so Richard Dennis, like I said, at 29 years old, had made $290 million. Okay. He says, I always say you could publish the rules in a newspaper and nobody's going to follow them. Mm -hmm. The key is consistency and discipline. 
that's why people, when they look at, at, at what you're doing, Minervini's doing, what we're doing, they're like, that's not possible. It's not possible for them because they don't have consistency and discipline. Right. They have to have that. And then the rules work. Yeah. You, if you don't, if you don't have discipline, uh, you, I don't, especially in a market like this, you'll get chopped up over and over again. Oh yeah. All day long. Brandon, this was a lot of fun. I would love to circle back with you maybe at the end of the year, maybe the beginning of next year after you've won the championship. And uh, <laughs> we can we can have another conversation, talk about what you learned this year. Because, dude, you have such a rock star career ahead of you. I am jealous. Like, I, I, wish, I wish 13 years ago when I was 20, no, yeah, I'm so old I can't even keep track of time. <laughs> uh, I wish I had known what you know at 23. Let's put it that way. So Brandon, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for sharing your experience at 23 years old, how much you've learned because you, you, you are enacting the timeless tested principles that make traders successful. And I love that you are just sharing that with, uh, with our audience and with what you do every day. Thank you for having me, Chris. I really appreciate it. This was a ton of fun. I can't wait to chat with you again. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's podcast. We'll catch you on the next one. Hey, don't forget before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of the Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.